0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the All Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and join me on the panel tonight are
1: Larry, Roger,
0: and I have nothing clever, so it's just Johnny. God dang it, Johnny! I know, ruined this whole thing. I know. Uh, Producing, as always, for us is Matthew Lubick. Hi, everybody. Thank you, Matt. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, we are a somewhat spoilery podcast, so we're probably going to ruin some stuff at some point and give somebody maybe a bad day. Probably Who do, knows? Do. Um, but uh, what we typically do is review a DC book, a Marvel book, and an independent book. We review a graphic novel. We're going to play some trivia games. Larry is on, so that means we're going to have some really good trivia that um, we know nothing about. That way, we we'll know nothing about, <laughs> but that just means it's more fun for the listeners. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, early trivia.
0: You,
2: you can't play Larry who who's Larry's favorite band
0: band Ooh. the who
2: no Bummer. oh no eh. are we uh, we got three guesses John
1: Jonathan? Beatles no eh. oh I'm so
0: glad you <laughs> said it like that because I feel the same way
1: no I love the Beatles <laughs> oh, do but, I, but not my favorite band <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are got went way too far back. This one, this was way, too far, way, way back? too far.
2: I had, <laughs> I know, I had a conversation Black with Black Sabbath. This weekend, that's you are very close. Oh. It's uh, five finger death punch. Oh, sweet!
0: Right? Shut up. <laughs> yes, five <laughs> finger death punch. Shut up!
1: <laughs> I was like, Larry,
0: is what? that you? Are you sure?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm positive. Like
0: it's the same five finger death punch that I'm thinking of, right?
1: Uh, if you're like you know,
0: super right, metal, friend. like yes. Yeah. yes, drop B tunings uh, on the guitar. That I exactly. I've, oh my god, that's awesome. I'm into, awesome. It. I'm into well, it.
2: I'm into it. Larry and Jam were in. Uh, Larry's Saturday. got a whole lot more I think, street I think cred it was now. Saturday, and I think I mentioned that we were we were thinking about having a metal band. For the the midnight metal release yeah. in a couple of weeks, <laughs> and, and Larry's like <laughs> oh, metal, are yes. <laughs> uh, you, are you like I a was, metalhead, Larry? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, I like Five Finger Death Punch, uh, Pop Evil, Stone Sour, Sweet, um, a lot of so those like groups. Um, new metal, yeah, a lot of new modern metal. metal. Um, yeah. And, and, and it, metal. if I'm in the right mood, um, I can also go for like Asking Alexandria, <laughs> uh, oh, some okay, stuff like that. Some
3: more like hardcore. Definitely. <laughs> well, yeah, well,
2: yeah, I pulled up uh, I pulled up a video of asking, asking Alexandria. Yes. Okay. And and I was like, oh, this has a pretty good rhythm. And then
0: the vocals started. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's more like Warped Tour stuff. Yeah. I should show you my band, Larry. Uh, uh, okay, my, anyway, my old band. sorry. Anyway, yeah, so uh, anyway, we review books and stuff. Then we don't just talk about music. Uh, we should, so, uh Uh, What was I saying Where'd we interrupt everything (laughs) Everything's just off the tracks now Uh, Trivia Well, uh, yeah, we do trivia, we do previews, and we do news, which there's not going to be much of tonight. Anyway, go ahead, Larry.
1: Well, I'm sorry, Jonathan. I, I know that we've already gone off track, but I'm going to have to uh, <laughs> just go take us there further. further? Yeah. there's something that's been on my mind for a couple of months, and oh, no. I, I need to get out. And oh, Matt, no. I'm sorry, oh, I'm going to mess up the timing and all that. But, oh, no. um, are we Johnny, in trouble? Dang in, it. Um, Dang it. in listening to the podcast regularly as I do, I've, <laughs> I've gathered I love that Larry. you are um, what we could call a social justice warrior. That you are out there. <laughs> Fighting against <laughs> racism and sexism and uh-huh. all the bad isms, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, that, which is cool. Um, and one that I've heard you mention several times is ageism. That's another one that bothers you, right? A little
4: bit. Yeah, not as much as the others, but yeah.
1: Kay. Well, here's what I've Jonathan's noticed. A real I've noticed ageist. that for you ageism <laughs> seems to go just one direction. Dang it. In <laughs> other words, that you don't like it when older people put down younger people, which I, I, I which so I understand much. because I mean, I like I, I teach middle <laughs> and high school, so I understand that. Uh-huh. Um, but it doesn't seem to go the other way. Now, I'm not talking about the times when you you know, get on Jonathan about his age. I, I I try not to judge. I try to love all the people, and so um, and so I have just taken that as you just you know good naturedly ribbing someone who's a friend of yours. Uh-huh. But on I believe it was podcast episode number fifty one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when um, you when yes. when. Uh, you were reviewing uh, dark knight 3 number 9 oh. and you were going on a rant about frank miller <laughs> oh, and you were no. saying that you know frank miller's not as good as he used to be and and uh, the you know, discomfort level on johnny is palpable you know he's he's getting too old he should retire and all that and then and i'm and i was listening to that and i was okay with it and then you made the following statement oh, you no. said do you guys know how old frank miller is he's like 60 Now, here's what I want to let you know. First of all, he's not like 60. He is 60. Okay. Okay. Um, And uh, but it wasn't just that you said he's 60. It was the way you said it. You said (laughs) it like, "Oh my gosh, he's 60. I bet he can't even chew his own food. They probably put it all through a blender. Oh my gosh. Best episode ever. Oh my gosh, he's 60. I bet he has to get one of those little hover round scooters to get from his bedroom (laughs) to the bathroom. You know, he's got this stairwell chair. (laughs) So take him up the bed. (laughs) I I have a question for you, Johnny. How old do you think I am? Like 60. 30. 30 30-ish? Yeah, you have the energy of a 30-year-old. I am 62, Mm. Johnny. 62. Two years older than the Alzheimer's-infected Frank (laughs) Miller. So... (laughs) I got to think, I thought, well, I'm going to come and I'm going to talk to Johnny about this. But here's the thing. Um, in a lot of cultures, uh, apparently not yours, but in a lot of cultures, um, Shit, the el- elderly They're people, so right elderly people are close. respected for their life experience and the wisdom that they bring. Yes. Um, and so, and I, as I thought about talking with you, I thought, well, the thing is, he's not going to respect me as, as his Oh, that's not life true. Experience. So I, I thought, what will make a difference to somebody like that who doesn't respect the life experience of the elders. And I thought, well, obviously brute force. So, (laughs) here's my proposing. I am proposing that right now, Mm -hmm. you and I Mm -hmm. go toe-to-toe, mano-a-mano, arm wrestling. Uh, Yes, that's right. I am willing willing to put my 62-year-old emaciated, feeble, (laughs) osteoporosis-ridden arm up against uh, a a man who is obviously in his prime physical condition. And uh and well it's like Twiggy prom. Dude, come on. And I I know know. that this doesn't really I I know this doesn't really prove anything, but um but you know, maybe maybe we'll all learn something from this. So you ready to go, Johnny? I have idea. No Somebody words. pull out their
0: phone and camera like get like videos. So
4: I kind of don't want to I feel can deny it, but then I feel like it. a little kid being lectured. Oh my
1: god. Well though I I understand I, because I mean what's the upside for Johnny if he wins? This it's is like win hey lose you beat a you meet the guy situation. who's 40 years yeah. older than you. Yeah. Uh, if you if he loses, hey, you mm, lose you know. to a guy that's 40 years
0: older than you. Yeah. yeah. This is a lose lose so lose situation for but, me. I understand
1: but I I want to make it clear, are you are you declining the challenge? Um I'm Pretty sure I have to decline, Larry. <laughs> okay, tell you what. Now, I I think Johnny that you've although you've made some mistakes in your life. Mm-hmm. I think you're a fine young man, uh, <laughs> and uh, I am willing to hold open this invitation uh, whenever you're ready to take it on. In fact, I would actually suggest that maybe we do this again in 20 years because then I'll be <laughs> because then I'll be 82 and 82. you might actually have a chance of beating me. So, <laughs>
0: I wish that we I had wanna, an extra mic for Larry to drop yeah, in he front just of you. The right,
1: freaking gauntlet right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, I, I want to arm wrestle everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. We should do it like as like a promotion for <laughs> metal. It'll just be right? like a
1: very like, hey, come in and arm oh, wrestle everybody. Okay, that could be an event. Yes. Yeah. yes. All right. Maybe on we the, could show. Be the main event on. No, that. I think <laughs> we'll do it. Do I have to be yeah. here for this? Yes. No. <laughs> let's have. Let's. Am have I recording have this? The
2: metal arm wrestling championships. Yes. Comics.
3: Oh my God, Ian! We'll do it that you night. Out. You got to be here. I
2: don't. <laughs> I don't. I
4: don't think my twig arms are gonna make it there.
2: I'm. I'm so down. Are you, Okay. Midnight. Two weeks.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, know school, I know. School's back in session. <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll keep in mind. Keep in mind. We'll keep in mind I have
1: to. Uh, that I have to face a uh, about 157th graders the next morning. So I'm gonna have to take that into account. But but maybe I, I might okay. be willing to be there. Oh okay. my God. This is gonna this be epic.
3: You should. Yeah. You should. I guess I'll be here too. It's
0: it's not just some things aren't just for us, Matt. They're for the benefit of the listeners. Yeah. We can. We I can
2: we were doing a podcast. Stream it. Yes. That night. Y- maybe. Okay. Oh, then
3: I'll already be here. Yeah, that was we something.
2: That, well, that was something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Also, is whether or not we're going to do a podcast on Tuesday night. That's the night that Ryan is on. Oh, cool. So I think if he's down. Oh, that'd be sweet. He's down. We can do we can do the podcast Your on Tuesday. From Hydra, yeah. do the arm wrestling championships. Have uh, I've reached out to one of the local metal bands to come in. It'll be an epic Where night.
3: Terry, can you announce that?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I can announce it, but I don't know.
4: I don't know if they can or not. But it's right. Day of Prophecy. Okay, cool.
3: I've heard of them. They play a
4: lot. Of- I can't see myself, but I feel extremely red.
3: Oh, you are. Okay. For
0: as oh. brown as you are, it's impressive how red that you're <laughs> getting. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's actually anyway. get back to, yeah, well, thank, get back to well, well, thanks for that, Larry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're welcome, Johnny. Always happy to bring my... Wealth of life experience mm-hmm. into this, of course. Did of course, you
0: see how he just turned into a deer in the headlights. Yeah, I was and he like, he's just like, oh, like an attractor beam is amazing. <laughs> you need to be on oh. every night, Larry. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, the first thing that we're pitching is uh, New God special fr- by DC, and that's actually um, uh, the one that I have to pitch. Uh, the main story is about Orion, uh, the creative team is actually um. Oh my gosh! It's uh, (laughs) I'm with Johnny. I'm looking to see. Thank you. I was going to say Shane Douglas, but you're Larry Douglas, (laughs) and I I knew that that wasn't right. Um, It's Shane Davis, who I've missed seeing him do like DC characters and stuff because he's been out of DC doing his own thing for a while. Um, Uh, He was also
1: the penciler, by the way.
0: Yes. So written and and drawn by, and then there's a second story by Walt uh, Simonson uh, after that, and then there's a classic couple uh, pages um, by Jack Kirby. Like in the very back, so you're getting a lot of like new god stuff in this particular one. Uh, The main story with Shane Davis, uh, it's it's a it's classic fourth world Orion uh, versus Calabac. and I I dug the heck out of it. It's Orion and what light beam? Light Light, light ray. Excuse me, Jesus. Yeah, see, I'm completely like exhausted. So there's gonna be all kinds of fun mess ups. Anyway, what would you guys think? Exhausted when you were. I
2: I was telling Larry before uh before we started that, you know, one of the things that I loved the most about this book was that you know, I d I don't have I think was it this book or was it a different book? I think it was this book. I think book. it was a different <laughs> maybe it That's was okay. a different Oh no, it was it, no it was Midnight in Apollo. Same was true <laughs> with this book. Okay. Uh never mind. I wasn't talking with Larry about this book. <laughs> um I have practically zero introduction to new gods outside of some of the You know the stuff that I've read uh, in in DC uh, Rebirth, which is still it's not Not, that much. There's not a whole lot of them. I haven't read a lot. Um, I thought they did a great job of introducing Orion's character and kind of laying out his past. Yeah. You know, even down to um, his father and Darkseid swapping sons. You know, and kind of laying that in there, and then. Oh, spoilers! <laughs> Sorry, <I'm playing> my <laughs> I right think was, like really old spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, and then Orion, you know, getting to the point where he's like about to lose it, and he's kind of reverting to—he's got to he's gotta his, fight his, his natural, yeah. you know, heritage uh, where he snaps, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Ray's hand. yeah,
4: you know. Um, I don't know much about the new gods, uh, but uh, they, uh. Darkseid and uh, Highfather, High Father, Switch Sons. It was Orion and Scott was it Scott Free? Free? It Mr. was Scott Mr. Miracle. Free. Yes. Right, yes. Which we need to re- re- review that next week. Uh, yeah, I was, I was trying to remember like, oh, it was Scott Free. I don't know much about it, but uh, the... The universe of the new gods just jack kirby basically handed dc just this wealth
0: yeah of characters i mean he just bestowed this just extra part of their universe for them i mean the the amount of things that kirby came up with in the fourth world stuff with the new gods and all that is it's dumbfounding that they, like the, just the sheer volume of stuff he gave them to work with is amazing
1: yeah well, I think what shane davis did in that main story um uh i really enjoyed uh at the end when uh, one of the what was his name uh, uh oh mark evanier whatever his yeah name, evanier uh who was uh someone who worked with jack kirby uh talked about the fact that kirby wanted other people to continue writing these characters um but he what he really wanted for, was people do their own thing with them yeah. um, he said hey you know use me as an inspiration but don't copy me yeah, exactly. don't trace me yeah don't, yeah, trace, don't me. trace me and, and I love that quote and I think the Shane Davis did a good job of that he took the the characters that Jack Kirby bequeathed to DC and, uh, and that whole world and that universe, but really did his own thing with it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just, I'm not just reading someone trying to be Jack Kirby. Yeah. I'm reading someone who's taking Jack Kirby's inspiration and using it to do his own thing. And so you I can tell like really there's well some, yeah, there's it, some it, love there yeah, from it, Jan- feel, Shane Davis on it. It
4: feels so. Kirby-esque, you know, the, the story, it, it, the way that it flows, uh, the way that they're all presented,
1: um you know
4: the the art's really good the story is it just this one shot it's just, pretty much a one shot
0: okay yeah. it's yeah. a one
1: shot but dc does have some stuff coming out with the new gods they're gonna be doing some more stuff with that so mm-hmm. i think this is it's not exactly a prequel or an introduction but i think it's just a way of maybe reintroducing people to these characters getting
4: people's palettes ready exactly for, yeah okay priming them so they're product. yeah they're they're planning on doing some big stuff with the new gods i guess i think
0: so well i mean we've got mr miracle who's yeah yeah you know by tom king and yes, and, and, and mitch Chirits. and mitch garrets Garrett's. Uh, it's Garrett's. Dang it. I, at Comic-Con, I heard I, him say it. I said, Jared, J- I know. We went and back. Jared's, and now it's, it's Garrett's. It's Garrett's. Great. It's Garrett's, definitively. I've heard Tom King say it. So, um, But, yeah, uh, that series looks like it's going to be really good, too. So, I think there's going to be more, because if you think about it, for the last couple of years, there's been this void of the New Gods, with the exception of the, they did a Green Lantern crossover a couple of years ago, yeah, um, called Godhead. Yeah. Um, oh yes. yeah. Which was pretty good. If anybody, it was. You know, ac- it's actually really good. Um, I think it was Venditti. Um, that was po- that was way after Relic. Oh, no. okay. Ven- yeah, yeah, Venditti's yeah, yeah. been a good steward of the Green Lantern Universe, but he also handled the New Gods stuff really well.
1: The Godhead storyline was about the New Gods decide that uh, the Lantern rings are much too powerful for mortals to be wielding. They are going to take control of them. Yeah, right.
0: and Try to figure out the life equation Remember. with them. Also, yes it's so really really fun story but um besides that we haven't had a whole lot of the new gods so with the exception of like Orion was in an Azarello's Wonder Woman run he shows up um you know things like that here and there but nothing major Mr Miracle was in Jeff Johns's uh Dark Side War he showed up there but we didn't have anything major so this is like a nice little treat to kind of get reacquainted with these characters and and how fun they are so i thoroughly enjoyed it I, and i liked walt simonson's uh i guess you could say backup story yeah uh, yeah in the back you know a young uh, young orion yeah. going sea diving you know down into the depths of uh
2: yeah, New really Genesis. simple like three yeah. page three or four pages and but really but fun really
4: yeah
3: it was good so yeah
4: shane okay. davis made uh ryan seem like badass, you know, like just beating uh, what's his name? Oh, business? he is. Like, Calabac. Calabac, yeah. It, it's just like oh, man. He, he kind of just hulked out a little bit. He <laughs> yeah. breaks his arm over backwards. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <is> <laughs> But I also liked in the story. One of the things I really enjoyed about it was the way Shane Davis works in the whole family dynamic. Because mm-hmm. um, in past New Gods storylines, even though it's acknowledged that Orion is really Darkseid's son, and um, and that Scott Free was really Highfather's son, and they and they switched and all that, not a lot has been made of of that particular storyline mm-hmm. and i really like the way that um this really was a, a basically a sibling rivalry story yeah. it is calabac is trying to impress Darkseid. he's trying to get daddy to love him because he he suspects that daddy really loves orion better and um and so he's gonna impress daddy and uh, and Especially at the end where he's saying, I'd rather you kill me, basically, than send, send me, me back, back defeated. Right. Um, you know, and, but it's the whole thing. He doesn't want his father to see him defeated. He wants to be the one coming back victorious. And the idea that he's going to come back um, defeated by Orion, you know, and maybe, you know, probably suspects that Side is going to have even more respect for Orion now. Um, yeah. You know, is, is what really bothers him the most. Which... I,
0: I dug the heck out of, too. I really enjoyed this book. I, I wasn't sure what to think going in, but I dug the heck out of it.
1: So yeah, I'm always a little bit leery when they're going to do a tribute to somebody. because oh, Yeah,
0: because it's... Sometimes jack, they come across tribute.
1: really well, but most of the time it really pales in comparison to the original material. Yeah, yeah. or it feels like... Uh, you know, like a trace. Kind. Exactly. Yeah. Just it'll re-hashing. be interesting
0: to see because the, we should mention that there's a, there's a bunch of actual Kirby inspired books, like one shots coming out because it's his centennial. He would have been hundred years old if he had not died in 1994. Mm-hmm. But um, this was just the first one. So it'll be interesting to see how the other ones measure up to this one because they put a really good first, you know, issue of this little sequence out. So.
4: Yeah, with uh, with this and the other one-shots and uh, the command cal- challenge, it's mm-hmm. just a great time for all this Kirby stuff. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes he's not really appreciated, you know, as the, kind of like the father of most... Uh, all comics. So, yeah, basically <laughs> all comics. Because, I mean, yeah, how many
0: Marvel characters did he create with, with, A lot. You know, oh. Captain America. Captain America's the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's a, a bunch of other ones, <laughs> there's right?
1: Yeah, and he co-created a ton with Stan Lee.
0: Yeah, that's right. Almost,
1: and he also created for DC Challengers of the Unknown. And Challengers of the Unknown, uh, it was Which actually the inspiration back. for Fantastic Four. In fact, if you actually look, right. if you look at the first twenty-four issues of Fantastic Four, the original one from 1961, you find that their storylines parallel challengers of the unknown story I'm so lines. glad you brought so, this up,
0: because you were telling me,
1: you were giving me right. a history lesson so, last week. Um, so, even though Kirby is not cre- is not credited with creating Fantastic Four, a lot of people suspect that he had a lot more to do with, with creating Fantastic Four and those stories than what Marvel actually gives him credit for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They try to imply that he was just uh, Jack Kirby was just a hired artist for Fantastic Four, and that just doesn't seem like Jack Kirby's style. That is not, yeah. No. Well, didn't he, the reason he left Marvel is
0: he felt like he was being kind of unfair treated like that was his whole reason of going to dc for those few yeah, years and
4: and all this thing has been going on for years i think uh, marvel and the kirby uh, like family just settled a couple of years ago right Probably, yes yeah all right which
1: is ridiculous
0: want to do some stars
1: sure um i'm gonna give it four and a half uh i really enjoyed it uh and uh, yeah four and a half there you go sweet roger that's where i'm at four and a half almost perfect yep Uh, I really enjoyed it, even
4: though it has one of my worst pet peeves in comics is when uh, they have the, like, uh, box of um, what they're thinking and they say their name. My name is Orion. My name is Wonder Woman. My name is, you know, and I am. It's really annoying. But four. I really enjoyed it. You know
2: you want to wake up in the morning and go, my name is Johnny Morales. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) And I will rule this day.
4: (laughs) They they also do it in, in the Marvel book, and that just annoyed me as well. I'm going to give it four and a half also. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty. So, there you go. Johnny. Yo. Tell us about our indie book. Okay, we're uh, reading, or we read, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Dimension X, number one. Uh, And it doesn't feel like a number one? Anyway.
0: uh, Well, you know what's funny is it does say right... Uh, up in the little summary, like yeah. it's recommended that you read Turtles number 73, even though you don't have to, or something oh, like that. Okay. I, I mean, was like, Yeah, I was like, Yeah, you probably should have read Turtles number 73 to understand what in the heck so like, y- they're doing in Although, Dimension X.
1: I think the story is still understandable. Yeah, yeah you know, definitely. It is. Like that, yeah. It's
0: just why they're there, I think, is Krang's is little, on trial.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, yes, uh, I was going to say Clark. Uh, Krang <laughs> is on trial um, for doing stuff to uh, a race of empaths. For uh, being Krang, basically. Yeah, basically. And the turtles have to find this witness that is going to testify uh, against Krang. Uh, also, at the same time, an assassin is is going after the 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 creature, the empath. Um, the assassin kind of succeeds in convincing uh, the witness to go with him, and uh, you know it's it's that's basically uh, well the turtles save him obviously, and that's basically it. it's a fun story. It's actually more lighthearted than I thought it would be. Uh, and yeah, it's it's really enjoyable. On a planet with f- emotion, oh right, physics. emotion, yes, <laughs> which is weird, but I can and dig it. And
2: because they're teenagers, <laughs> topped up on
0: emotions, every everything time. is like amplified. <laughs> I, you know, there's nothing wrong with this story, but I really just want to see Chris Johnson's issue. Yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. Back it's the third one two weeks two weeks so that
2: will also be because we, we're going to review that too I, Is this I, weekly? I i was hesitant it's yes. gonna yeah it's gonna oh. be a quick... every every week in august five issues sweet um well i was hesitant then. to do this one knowing that i wanted to do chris johnson's issues but it was such a light week that i was like eh, what the heck we'll see we'll get the setup and then we'll see his issue but i'm with you jonathan i because I, we talked I, earlier man i want to see his art on interiors. Did you guys not like this art?
0: I didn't it wasn't my favorite. Here's and here's why. Because you see John Chris Johnson's turtles and and this dude like and I'm not knocking him. I'm not knocking him at all. Chris
4: Johnson has a cleaner line. Chris Johnson was way way built for the turtles mm-hmm.
0: in my opinion. Um I think his issue is going to slay. To be I, quite honest.
4: I really I really like the art cuz it's kind of has more of a I don't know, like a cartoony type of fun vibe. But so does Chris's. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I, I'm, I'm I running with Johnny on this one. I, I actually enjoyed the story. I wasn't expecting that I would enjoy it. Uh, but uh, But I did enjoy it. Like you said, it was... Really Mm lighthearted, given the fact that the subject matter was actually pretty serious. I mean, you've got this assassin out there trying to kill a witness. Um, You know, if this was Gotham City, that would have been handled extremely differently. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, and and I thought that the art, um, while I'm not saying there aren't other artists, uh, Chris Johnson, who would be better, uh, I think that the art was good for the story. I think it fit the story and uh, and it was definitely serviceable for this particular issue.
4: I'm trying to find the name of the uh, the witness because it's a cute little ball that uh, you know show uh, changes colors w- with its emotions. H- his name is Bean,
1: bean. spelled B bean. apostrophe E E N. Right. Bean. Right. Like Be-een. Bean. Yes. Bean. <laughs> and the assassin's name is Hacker.
0: But it's like H K H A K K dash R.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just assumed that I introduced myself as Bean. There you go. <laughs> I fixed it. Oh dear lord. Yeah. Cause he's he's the cutest thing in this book, and he's a I think blob. I, yeah, I think that's he's a
0: color-changing little blob. He, he's a bean. <laughs> he's a bean. Yeah,
4: and I and I think he's the reason why it's like so uh, lighthearted and fun. Because like you see his expressions, is like oh, he, he's scared, and he's running away, and he's he's angry, and it's it's real cute. It's real fun. That probably doesn't. Sound appealing to some people that want their dark and gritty teenage mutant ninja turtles. I wouldn't
0: necessarily say turtles is dark and gritty. I mean, they have their moments, but it's it's the turtles. You kind of know if you're familiar with it what you're gonna get. Yeah. So, but my biggest thing here is like I'm just anticipating Chris's issue. I really am.
1: Yeah. I do want to say on this too. In addition to the overall story being just kind of fun and enjoyable, I also really liked Hacker's dialogue. Um, He had some
0: interesting dialogue because
1: he's the most. I don't know how to put it, but... uh For an assassin, he is just kind of very calm. It's like he's just walking around, making comments on things. He's very nonchalant. Yeah, he's very nonchalant. That's that's the word I was looking for. He's very nonchalant about things. I mean, right from the very beginning, uh, where he says, um, oh, neutrinos are such lovely musicians and so easy to kill. And he decides, I think I'm going to study that in the future. Uh, (laughs) is, Is there some connection between being a great artist and being really vulnerable? And just, I don't know, his whole attitude one, and even at the end, after he's uh, lost the witness and his ship has been blown up, <laughs> he's just, um, he's just like, ah, oh, no use getting upset over it. Yeah, he's all just <laughs> messed up from the, and and, the and that's fight.
4: great because this whole adventure was about you know emotions and him being upset is uh, it, it's it's really funny and. Uh, I love. He actually explains that in his line of work, there's not a lot of talking. But uh, following this uh, witness and some other people, that he's kind of had to study, uh, being you know more relaxed about things and and talking and and in some pages you can see uh, him giving Bean, uh, you know, some tea. Like, would you like some tea? And just being like this very calm person even though like his whole ship is filled with weapons and Bean is asking he's like oh the weapons you know they're just there because yeah. for heroing he's he, uh, the weapons are for heroing because that's what I am a
1: hero but then at the end the the turtles when Bean says are there going to be any weapons on this <laughs> ship they say, actually lots of them yes. but, but none will be pointed at you, at you. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So. I, I really love this
0: book Cool. well you want to give us your star rating
4: uh yeah, I think I, I think it deserves a five. I I really loved it. Well, wow! Nice. Yeah, nice. I didn't I I didn't think that I was gonna give it a five, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very cool. Roger,
2: three stars. I thought it was I thought it was decent, but I I, I couldn't help again. I man, I wanted Chris's art on yeah. this book so bad, and that's probably just you know, and that's unfair. It is, you know, because that's probably gonna um, skew my rating. But too. I, I I found myself looking at the art, going. Not chris. Know, it's it's not, not chris it's that's that's exactly what i was doing it's not chris and and that's tough i thought you know the 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 writing the setup was decent um and it was it was it was decent but for anybody stars. out there
0: that keeps hearing us say chris johnson chris johnson chris johnson. he's johnson. been on the show but go to his instagram chris johnson in fiction and just l- he's probably got some turtle art up there that you can see and you can oh, see yeah. why we keep saying this yeah. so yeah
1: and he's a great guy too. yeah follow him I think I'd give it uh, four stars. Nice. Enjoyed it, liked it a lot. Um, yeah, four. There you go. I'm going to give it three and a half.
0: Um, it'd probably be much higher if it was Chris's heart. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is what it comes down Not to. In two weeks. <laughs> yep, so two weeks. Roger, pitch us our Marvel book. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm too excited over there.
2: Okay, so uh, mid-jump. Uh, totally Awesome Hulk gets transported uh, back in time to the desert southwest where Banner Hulk is being uh, tracked and uh, hunted Basically, hunted by Thaddeus Ross. <sighs> they get into a Banner Hulk and Amadeus Hulk get into a fight. Kind of. They go dumpster diving together for dinner. Uh, That's some dark stuff. Right. <laughs> grab some clothes off the line um they awake (laughs) they awaken a you know a 200 foot golem (laughs) from the deep fight him amadeus realizes that oh being hulk is a curse not a not a gift one and then he gets transported back to his
0: time one might say that nothing really important happened in this issue
1: yeah. That was exactly what I thought as I was reading through this as I got to the end, my the biggest impression I had was that this story was entirely pointless. <laughs> yes. um, even bad stories. When when I read a bad story, at the end of the story, you at least know what it was that the author was trying to do, even though maybe the author did it badly. Um, but it's like, okay, here's what the author was trying to do. Here I read this, I'm like, I have no idea what this author was trying to do, other than I guess see how many people would pay $4.99 for this book.
0: That was $4.99. Yeah. This is the first generations they've released. Here's right? the
2: thing. Yeah, it's 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 number one of of. 10 one-shot oh, generation books. And he, here's my thing. Look, Greg Pak, hey, you know, he, he wrote the best Hulk story to have been told in the last 50 years. Word. And that
0: was Planet Hulk. He created Amadeus Cho. Yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. I do think he had a point with this book. Uh, was it was it strong enough? I, we'll see. But I, I think that Marvel's whole point and Greg Pak's whole point with bringing... Amadeus and Banner together was to it was this realization because he did not he did not go back to his time until he realized that that uh being the Hulk was a curse. Whereas with Totally Awesome Hulk it's been it's been a different Hulk. It's been Light, it's been a funny, ball about yeah, yeah you know, freestyling, you know, talking to the chicks and you know, it was dopey little be, freaking faux hawk as, hairstyle as Hulk. as Hulk, yeah. Um, and I and I think that they wanted to they wanted to maybe offer up, you know this this change that's coming in Totally Awesome Hulk that it, that it's that there's going to be a darker tone to it. I think that's maybe what they wanted to get across. I don't know time will tell, I think they fell miserably at it.
1: The thing that surprised me the most about this is that when I saw that it was written by Greg Pack, my first thought was, this is probably going to be a pretty good story. Yeah. Um, Because I've read other stuff that Pack has written, and uh, generally, he's a a good writer. And I was shocked at how terrible the story was. Oh, I
0: wasn't. He's burned (laughs) me. He's burned me a couple times, because I used to think the same thing. I was like, oh, Greg Pack, he's got some accolades. Nope.
5: <laughs> oh come it, on! D- d- <laughs> what Greg
0: Pack am I gonna get when I open this book up? Well, I really good it. Greg Pack, or phoning it in Greg Pack?
3: Is he a scroll too.
2: He is we'll now. See. <laughs> see, I thought. Look, Greg Greg Pack wrote Planet Hulk. Yeah. He wrote this book. Yeah. the The story arc that's gonna renumber Hulk is gonna be returned to Planet Hulk, and I'm like, okay, could be a cash grab, but it's Greg Pack. Going back to Planet Hulk. Isn't
4: everything dead Maybe.
2: There? See, I thought so, too. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, but it's Secret Wars. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, the planet was cracked in half, and everybody was dead. And, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Secret Wars. Secret Wars. Um, Hashtag Secret Wars. I don't know.
3: Of
0: Stop <laughs> it. Stop
2: it right now. Watch this. <laughs> I just found, you know, I, I found this book to be kind of lacking dumb
4: yeah yeah i mean it's it was yeah it was pointless you guys said it before it was there's no point to it we don't know why uh, amadeus cho was brought back to the past or why he you know returned to the future like there's no at random yeah i agree
2: and that hurt the most because i was like you know i mean like panel three he's like teleported into the past
3: know how and it's like no oh no, never you know, and,
2: and you, you I, I kind of expected with generations because I knew that it was going to be you know these different versions of the characters most of the OG ones are dead or in coma or whatever or not themselves um, yeah. but you have the OG versions and the new versions meeting in a, in a you know outside of time and space whatever to, how are they going to you know, do the
0: Hawkeyes they know each a, other yeah Let's, let's um, really
2: well, it's the same with Carol Danvers and Kamala Khan, and you know, and Carol Danvers and Marvel. You know, although Marvel is is dead, dead, <sighs> Dear dead. God. He's but Uncle Ben dead. Four dead. He's yeah, dead, dead. He's been <laughs> dead
0: for a while. Yeah. Um.
4: What I, you know,
2: yeah, it it hurt. Yeah, yeah. it's
4: disappointing because, uh, you know. Unlike Rebirth, we don't have like a generation special where they're explaining why yeah, these things, special. why these things. Oh, is
3: there? Legacy one shot. Number
4: one. When, when did that come out? It's <laughs> no, out it's yet. going to it's oh. gonna come out. Oh, God.
2: Uh, Avengers BC? 1 million B.C. Stop. And stop
0: yeah. it! <laughs> I know. I, I just here's, I want it to stop.
2: You, you know what? You know what hurts me as, as a isn't retailer, Jason Aaron writing you know, that? Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Marvel hurts <laughs> as a retailer. But
5: here is the thing. Look,
2: I I don't I don't want to put a bad book in anybody's hands and that and, and that given that everybody has different tastes and there might be some people that like this book and stuff like that I try to be objective and stuff like that um, I don't I don't think that this was an exceptionally good book and I don't think it's worth me you know I certainly wouldn't hype it up in the shop and right. and and
0: try and sell it to people especially but, how great that cover looks and then you open it up and it's not that cover oh, different yeah. cover artists because that yeah. act, like, it, I hate that The cover artist, the cover, the cover, like, actually looks That's two weeks
2: in a row because the Ghost Rider book this week was Ah. exactly the same, too. Because, like, I
0: think that cover's pretty sweet.
2: Yeah. But then
0: you get get into the interiors, you're like, the crap is this? Like, and once again, it's not bad. It's just, it's a misdirect.
3: Big change from the cover art. Yeah, Yeah, but but that's
4: most comics these days now. Not a lot. Yeah. Dude, DC either has,
0: like, at least you a see, style.
2: You see Siobhan Sage, art on Aquaman, and you know mm-hmm. you're going to open it up, and you're going to get that same stuff yeah. inside.
0: Or at least they put most the, of, somebody most of, that's... Yeah, most of them are the same the uh, interiors. The but, interior
2: artist does the main cover, and then they have a variant yeah, cover by some you know, another artist. top name artist.
0: But if it's not by done by the interior artist, they at least get somebody that's similar in style, so it's not taking you, like, uh, out yeah. of... Yeah. But... I don't know greg pack used to he did a run on action comics that started really strong and just got convoluted and out of control near the end of when when dc was ending the new 52 and i was just like never again mm. greg pack yeah. never again like i was really i was really stoked because his first half pretty strong pretty strong and then it just <laughs> so yeah okay. wait it did what yep You heard it. You heard it, young man. (laughs) So it hurts. I don't know. You know, I'm curious.
2: uh, I'm I'm curious what the you know. I'll read all the generations issues. I'll read the legacy issues. I want Marvel to be good. Yeah. I expect that there there there's got to be a a couple of gems in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. This is not one of them.
4: Yeah. I'm really excited for that. G Willow Wilson Kamala Khan Captain Marvel Marvel one. If Matt Fraction's
0: not writing the Hawkeyes one, I don't care. He's, uh, he's not. not?
4: Never mind. I don't think he's writing doesn't anything. No, World he doesn't. D.C. But
0: he should be writing the Hawkeyes one. Probably Colin Bunn. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say
4: that.
0: That poor uh, man's probably just trying to make a living, and I crap on him every week.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, probably making
3: a good living. He too, is, so. yeah. He's like the one comic creator that you just, nope, never. Dude,
0: I I snarled remember. at him when I walked by him at Comic Con. I so saw him. At a, I was just like, "Oh, freaking Colin Bond." He's probably really nice. Dude. He probably is. No, I he's I I've, I've, I fully I fully admit I'm probably just being a dick. Like I can admit that. Like, it's probably just that. Well, really?
1: It, no, but but it has been pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, stuff he's written. In fact, when I. Um, when that first issue of Trinity that he wrote And I saw that he was the writer I was like oh my god you yeah. gotta be kidding me I'm gonna be dropping this book And then I was like no he's only writing two issues yeah. and, I was like, oh, and they okay, were, that's they were right. actually they, decent They were decent I was surprised
0: So it's like DC came in and was like listen wait, did you Do just not say phone that? this in I said, G. G. Oh, wow. I said that on the show before I said that on the show before Because I was just like I same thing as Larry I rolled my eyes when I saw his name on the cover I was like what happened to Manipole <laughs> And his glorious like storytelling Yeah that poor guy does. They, yeah. they, he the, the amount of art he hauls out. Anyway, uh, let's start with you, Roger. Go ahead and rate this book.
4: Two.
5: <laughs>
4: two. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, two and a half. It was okay. One. Oh! Geez. I thought it was
1: absolutely awful. Uh, the story was terrible, and uh, and the art wasn't even that good. Yeah. I thought um, I was going to be
0: the lowest. I was going to do one and a half, <laughs> but Larry beat me. Nice. So, oh, did you have anything else? No, like, that's okay. it. It's cool. just terrible. <laughs>
1: Save five bucks.
0: So, yeah, for five bucks, absolutely. Um, what would you guys rather have reviewed in in place of what? East, t- east to West. Uh, <laughs> seven to Eternity. East to West or Seven to Eternity for the Turtles book. Uh, for Marvel, anything that wasn't this, I think, would have probably been good. <laughs>
1: Jessica Jones? <gasps> actually, I'm... I would have I liked to have actually checked out Jessica Jones. I'm actually glad that we read this. Um... And the reason I'm glad that this was the Marvel book we reviewed is because I haven't been reading Marvel uh, for the past couple of years. And after reading this book, I'm able to say, I'm not missing anything. (laughs) So there you go. Thank you, Marvel, for reconfirming that I don't need to be reading you. Um, Money well saved. Yep. (laughs) Oh,
4: my God. So, Johnny? Uh, for Marvel, it would be The Unstoppable Wasp, yeah. which Did is- Did you have to bring those here? Yes. Uh, I forget. <laughs> I uh It's one of the- <laughs> The wall? Yeah. Dear God, Johnny. It's one of the- <laughs> The memory of a goldfish. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it, the Unstoppable Wasp is one of the best books on the stands right now. It's amazing, dude. Stop trying to get under, like, Jeremy Whitley's good graces. Okay.
2: I want to ca- want to catch up on that. It's It's You so definitely good. made me want to catch up. It, it'll, it'll make is, you cry. It
4: is legitimately good. It'll Make he you cry. Not. And uh for the The Man's talented at yeah, what the he Turtle does. The Turtles, I love Giant Days. This is not your guys' book.
0: Is that the college book? Uh yes. It's so good. I've heard about this one. Yeah, you won't like it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> at, not at your all. demographic. At all. At not all. my demo. But, but it's amazing. Well, to me.
0: I'm just gonna get a shirt that that's what it says. Hashtag not my demo. It's kind of like <laughs> it has
4: like the vibe of lumberjanes. But Mm. a little bit more of uh, teen angst in college. Dear God. It's so good.
1: (laughs) Oh, we all need more teen angst. We just can't get enough of that.
4: All right. Larry,
1: stump us with your trivia knowledge. All right. Well, in honor of the graphic novel that we will be reviewing momentarily, I uh, went with some Midnighter and Apollo trivia. And I'm going to say these are going to be pretty deep. So I'm, I'm not expecting...
0: they are going to be ailments. <laughs> it's going to
2: be
1: all crickets. <laughs> yes. Um, probably the easiest question is the one that I thought should be the listener question. Okay. So. okay. But um, first of all, uh, just kind of a basic one. Um, in what comic book and issue number did Midnighter and Apollo make their first appearances? And it was in the same one. Midnighter and Apollo came as a team when they were first introduced. Stormwatch? It was Stormwatch. I that's don't right. know the oh, number.
0: Nerd. It was a Wildstorm title, that's why. Number oh, 7.
1: A okay. little bit... No, a little bit before number 7.
2: One, three. Two.
1: you're... God dang it! <laughs> right three. around it. Four. 4. 4, it was number oh. 4. Stormwatch number 4. There you go. All right, I get um, half a point. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty good, actually. I thought most people would guess the authority because that's where they're really best known for. Yeah, but oh, they yes. actually started. But no, watch. I, re-
0: I remember that. <laughs> that they...
1: That's what I what Dude, I would have. Dude, nineties trivia, bro. Okay, um,
0: <laughs> Oh my god, that hurts.
1: At one point, Midnighter and Apollo adopted a child. Oh dear god! What was the child's name?
3: Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Barbara. I don't know. Quantum. That's the last name
0: Shut up Did you guess that Or did you (laughs) know
2: that (laughs) No
1: Uh, No Uh, No I know this Physics I Um, don't know (laughs) So what is the first name Of the child Johnny Quantum (laughs) You're close Oh John It's not Johnny Because it is a female character Yeah Jamie Janey Jane Just think of Johnny With a different vowel Jane Janey not Janie. Joni, Jenny. 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 God dang I said Jenny. Jenny Quantum I said Jenny. Uh, <laughs> was her name. Uh, kind of an interesting character, actually. There was a story where, um, where Midnighter uh, was convinced that he was going to become a dictator uh, <laughs> one day. And so he leaves, and Apollo has to raise Jenny on his own. And she decides, using her powers, that she's going to make herself grow up. So she goes from being a child like an adolescent to an adult and <laughs> basically instantaneously comic books yes yeah, there you go <laughs> <laughs> because, because right. comics awesome. right. this is this one's going to get pretty uh, actually part of this answer was mentioned in the graphic novel that we read um, what are Midnighters and Apollo's real names
0: Midnighter doesn't have one Apollo is
1: Andrew Mid- his first name is Andrew what's his last name
0: oh god yeah, I, no
1: <laughs> Midnighter doesn't remember his though right Midnighter actually does have a does name. Does he? Ah. And he and he actually knows it. There's a story behind it.
0: Oh, uh, what is? It's Andrew. Um, for Apollo, it's Andrew. G-
1: this is not one you're gonna guess. I didn't. It's think not so. like Smith or Jones yeah. or Quantum. What it's, is it? It's Pulaski. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> Andrew
4: Pulaski. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nice.
1: <laughs> nice. What's the uh, What's the Midnighters? Midnighters? Midnighter's name? Is Dick Lucas Drake. Trent. Really? Yes. It's now everything
0: I've ever read with Midnighter, they just call him Midnighter. Even no, here's in what. Civilian clothes. There
1: was a story um, in the old Wildstorm universe where um, where Midnighter is told that his name was Lucas Trent and he was born like on July 14th, 1967, in Harmony, Indiana. So he goes to Harmony, Indiana, to find out uh, about his background, and what's actually going on there is that this town has been taken over by this um, paramilitary group, and um, and so he ends up fighting and defeating this group, and he is told at the end that well, your name's not really Lucas Trent. We just told you that to get you here so you'd fight this group, essentially, um, and so uh, so then the idea is oh, it's not really Lucas Trent, but then when when DC incorporated Midnighter into the Wildstorm universe, they brought back the name Lucas Trent, and in um, in an early issue when he appeared, they actually established that as being his real name. Okay. Now, they haven't given any kind of a story behind that or anything like that, but according to now the DC universe, his name is, in fact, Lucas Trent. Okay. Nice. Sweet. So, there you go. Alright. Um, now, Apollo is like superman in that his power comes from the sun yeah um and if he is away from the sun for too long he will lose all of his powers so if apollo is completely depowered and then is exposed to the sun what is the first power that he gains back and how long does it take him to get that power back oh my god
3: flight two hours
1: you're right. It is flight, but it's not two hours. Uh,
0: that's close. How long? Two
1: is hours is how long it takes him to get all his powers back. Really? Yes. Okay. So five minutes. Less. Really? One minutes. minute. Thirty seconds. Less than thirty seconds. One second. Ten seconds. Oh, more than ten, less than thirty. Fifteen. Uh, twenty. Twenty seconds Dang takes it. him twenty <laughs> seconds to regain the power of flight. I wow. <laughs> the two hours was uh, was definitely a, a good guess there. That's pretty stout. You got like yeah. twenty seconds to kay. kill him. Yeah. This it's is really going to be the last question for the panel. Okay. Midnighter has been enhanced in many ways, uh, both mentally and physically. Um, one of his uh, more unusual physical traits is that he has an extra what? <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> we just went. To the I, D-like I knew somebody was going to go there. <laughs> Extra Sorry. Does not have an extra eye. Nipple. <laughs> wow. Somebody else, <laughs> uh, again,
0: yeah, well, somebody else went there. Again, yeah. Somebody
1: else went there. It's extra a little heart? It's clear. He has an extra heart. right? He has an auxiliary nice. heart. If the first one gives out, the second one kicks in. Boom. I do know so, some, nice. some wild job. storm. Yeah, has a time loop. All right. Here is the listener question.
2: Okay. So for the listener question, do we want to do the winner? Let's do the oh, winners yeah. from last week. Okay. How many
1: Man. people do we have?
2: Okay. Slap me with a with a number All right people drum roll I want to uh thank everybody for sending in their for answers. Giving me heads up. <laughs>
0: no, Stop um, playing video games, Matt. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> we're going to we're
2: going to give away the graphic novel from last week uh which was was that Gunslinger? No. Gunslinger. Gunslinger Born. Okay. And that is going to go to David Rivas.
3: Woo! No, right. Random number generator, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, and the comics from last week.
3: Oh, hold
2: on. Nathan Armantrout. Nathan.
3: <laughs>
5: Woo.
2: So, okay. So if uh, if 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 you guys have missed the last couple episodes, we're doing this a little differently now. Um, everybody has a week to send in their responses to. Uh, the listener question, and then we'll do the drawing next week for uh, for the winner from for this week's book. So if you want a chance at winning either the Midnighter and Apollo trade or uh, the comics we reviewed this week, send your response to Larry's question to contact
4: at allstarcomicspodcast.com. What was the answer for last week? Uh, Roland Deshane and the Crimson King are descendants of Arthur Eld. Correct. Ah. Yeah, nice. I should have gone there. All
2: right. All right,
1: Larry. All right, so here's a listener question for this week. Now, a little bit of an introduction to it. Uh, I would say that Midnighter's uh, best known power is his ability to uh, anticipate what his opponent is going to do. And basically, Midnighter, before a fight even starts, is able to. is able to see all the moves that he needs to make to defeat his opponent and is always able to do that in fact he has a whole speech that he gives about that i've played this fight a million times in my head before it even started and uh for those who've gone way back with uh midnight you know he actually had a business card where he printed that up at one time and handed that out to opponents before the fight Um, but in the dc universe there is one character and one character only with whom that power does not work midnighter is not able to determine what this person is going to do before the fight and therefore that power is useless to midnighter which dc character is that can we take a break i want to talk about this that's really cool
2: okay yeah so if you know the answer to that question send your response or can google it uh, send your uh, response to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com.
4: Good luck, everybody. Yeah, everybody has a chance to win.
1: That's cool. I must say that uh, you guys actually did better on the on the trivia than I thought you would. So, who knows? Yeah. Well, we got a few surprises.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, some
3: good
0: tips, that? all right, Larry. Tell us why you picked. Uh, this particular graphic novel oh, so i pitch it first yes pitch it to you okay
1: me. uh midnighter and apollo originally a uh, six issue miniseries um in midnighter and apollo uh henry bendix in order to protect himself from midnighter and to get revenge on midnighter contracts with some demons to make midnighter and apollo suffer And the way that they do that is by killing Apollo and sending him to hell. And Midnighter decides he is going to literally go to hell and bring Apollo back. And that is the story. Now, the reason that I picked this one is because, um, well, first of all, I do want to say a lot of times people pick... Stories because they say like this is one of the first comics I ever read or you know this is what really got me into this character or something like that. Um, in my case, it wasn't that. It was just that I just really loved this story. I don't have a long history with Midnighter. My, the first time I ever read a, a story involving Midnighter was when he appeared in Grayson. Uh, he was in Grayson number one. And that was my first introduction to the character, and I thought that he was uh, that he was an interesting character in terms of his concept. Um, and in fact, when the uh, Midnighter continuing series that DC put out uh, came out I was really, was really looking forward to that um, and was disappointed I actually didn't really like it in fact I read the first issue and didn't read any after that so maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance Um, Now, the same writer, Steve Orlando, who was writing that series, actually wrote this. But when I saw that this was coming out, I decided, I'm going to give this another shot. I'm going to give Midnighter another chance. Um, Apollo, I'll be honest, I knew literally nothing about uh, before reading this story, other than the fact that he and Midnighter used to be a couple, and now they were broken up. And that was pretty much it. Um, And uh, I read the first issue. I was uh, really intrigued and uh, continued. And actually as it went on, I got to where I liked it more and more. The first issue intrigued me, but as I got into the story, I just really uh, liked it a lot. I thought it was a a well-written story. Um, It did something that comics very seldom do for me. I've been reading them for a long time. Um, I bought my first comic back in 1963. So after 54 years of reading comics, there are very few comic stories where something happens that actually surprises me and uh, and this actually had uh, something that surprised me that occurred in the comic i was uh there's a, a fight going on where Midnighter and Neron are fighting in front of a glass jar that's got Apollo in it. And after the fight is over, all of a sudden Apollo's not there, and you find out Apollo's never been there the whole time. And uh, I don't know, that kind of took me by surprise. Something that uh, that comics very seldom do. So I just thought it was a great story. And the reason I wanted to pick this one, uh, because there are a lot of other great stories out there as well, is because I didn't hear very many people talking about it and and maybe there was a lot of conversation about it that i wasn't aware of but in the shop i I didn't hear anybody talking about it uh i don't know roger you can tell me Uh, i don't know how many people were pulling the single issues when they came out very few okay and that's kind of what I thought um, and whenever I did mention it in front of anybody in the shop they had not been reading it and sometimes hadn't even heard of it so I just thought that it uh, it was a, a good enough story that it deserved a little love and a little attention so that's why I picked this one
2: well and this is this is the one that we were talking about before the show and and I I really I really liked how this book introduced these two characters because I thought it did a great job. Of defining the characters, their relationship, who they are, what you know, what their power sets are, um, and you know the story that that you were going to get, you know, yes. right from from very early on.
4: Johnny, what'd you think? I really like the story. It's uh, I've never ever heard of these two characters, uh, but. Like reading, uh, you know, about their kind of what they're all about and uh, and kind of a little bit of their relationship. I grew to really enjoy their characters and at midnight are just kind of making his way through hell, just destroying, you know, a bunch of stuff. It, it's it, it's intense and it kind of shows what he's willing to go through to get Apollo back, even though that they're broken up.
1: I think that um, one of the things I liked about it, uh, you talked about uh, how it really defined the two characters, is how the, Characters' stories, although obviously they're intertwined, played out very differently. Midnighter's story is just violent, extremely mm-hmm. violent all the way through. If you don't like graphic comic book violence, this is not the story for you. Right. Um, and yet Apollo, who comes across as much more civilized, his story really involves a lot of dialogue. He most of the time it's Apollo and Neron talking, and uh, actually have some really interesting conversations. That was really one of my favorite parts of the book was the dialogue between. Apollo and Neron, and Neron basically saying, "I'm going to convince you that you belong here in hell. You think you're a hero, but you've done some bad stuff, and this is where you belong." And Neron even talks about how, you know, when Lucifer first came here, he didn't think he belonged either. But uh, by the time I got through with him, he knew that this is where he belonged mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the dialogue uh, between them, uh, Jonathan.
0: I thought this was uh, pretty much like Batman Superman fan
4: fiction that you find on Tumblr. Oh, you're not into the Batman Superman <laughs> slash <laughs> <No>. fiction?
0: <laughs> I Look, I, I, I know of Midnighter and Apollo. I've read some stuff with them or whatever. And the thing I love about you, Larry, is you could sell me on just about anything or convince me. Like I'm like, oh my God, Like he's making some really good points right now. All valid points. Just nothing about, because the the one thing that I, there were some predictable things that I felt like, so this didn't surprise me, like the way it did for you. So like when Apollo wasn't in the jar, I was like, of course he's not. Because like he had the little like glowy eyes when he's like, why am I really called Apollo? And I was like, in two pages, we're going to find out he's really been out the whole time and it's Neuron screwing with Midnighter. So I was like able, to, this could just be because like the only thing I like that Steve Orlando writes right now is Supergirl. So like reading the other stuff that he's done, because I hate JLA, jumped off mm. that in, like, two issues. This just, once again, felt just kind of like, okay, where are we going, Steve? What are we doing here? <laughs> and whatnot. And look, and he's he's clearly a good writer. Mm. Uh, Larry made, like, friggin' 15 great points on the dialogue and stuff like that. It just doesn't resonate with me on any level. Yeah. So the only thing that I really like that Steve Orlando has done so far is Supergirl.
4: I just, I just thought you were really into slash fiction.
1: No. My bad. <laughs> the thing about uh about saying that this was like, you know, Superman, Batman fan fiction is that um in a way he's gone back to the roots of the characters with that because Midnighter and Apollo were originally conceived as an analogue to Superman and yes, Batman. For Wildstorm. With right? exactly, but with um as Roger and I were talking before, with uh uh, more extreme, and it, Apollo in some ways, as Roger was pointing out, is more saintly than Superman, mm-hmm. and Midnighter is a lot more violent and grittier than Batman, and so they're even more different than Superman and Batman I just are. found the
0: answer to the question. Sorry, I was totally like, <laughs> while you guys were talking, I was just like skimming for it, and that's freaking bonkers. Sorry. After you asked that question, I had to know it. Sorry. Okay, now uh, I'm, right. fully, I'm fully
4: involved. They're kind of like the extreme versions of Superman and Batman. Yes.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the stuff in the 90s when, when Image first broke off and they had their little, uh, you know, studio... <laughs> Are you going to look for it now? No, oh, no. Okay. There was Larry and
2: I were talking about a quote from the book, and I realized, oh, I didn't go back and look for that.
0: Um, um, but a lot a lot of the superhero stuff kind of entered that analog territory. I mean, some of it is it's blatant. Some of it's a little bit more subtle. Um, but, yeah, so...
1: Um, One of the things that I really liked about this was the way it deals with a superhero trope, which is one that really annoys me. And that is the fact that, uh, and Marvel and DC both do this, and that is superheroes never kill. Yeah. And um, and the reason that bugs me is because, and I understand why they do things that way. It's like, well, superheroes are technically operating outside the law anyway. You don't want them to be judge, jury, and execution, or I've got that. Um, but sometimes, some stories, the superhero goes to these extremes to make sure that that he doesn't kill anybody in the meantime putting hundreds thousands perhaps millions of people's lives in danger so that the superhero can say well at least I didn't kill the villain yeah Uh, and uh, and sometimes although most of the time I'm okay with this sometimes it just is really annoying and I really like the fact that at the very beginning uh Midnighter and Apollo are uh, that's what's causing a problem in their relationship that Midnighter He's okay with the killing. Apollo admits, I've killed people too, but... But I'm
0: not too happy about yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I've only done it out of necessity. You seem to enjoy it, and that's, that's your go-to move. And Midnighter, his comment is, well, some people just deserve to be killed. Um, And then they go through this story and Midnighter comes back from hell and says, you know, a lot of people would come back from an experience like that and they would really think about things and be changed. And I've thought about things and I've changed. But the one thing I haven't changed about is there are some people who just deserve to die (laughs) and I'm more than happy to help them along the way. So at the end, he doesn't change and even tells Apollo, if you have a problem with that, I understand, but then that's obviously going to be it for our relationship. And uh, but but the fact that he doesn't change, that he's just willing to say, "Yeah, I'm a superhero who is willing to kill because some people just need it."
0: Yeah, I thought that was actually a pretty cool point about it. So, well, After- Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I also really enjoyed the fight between Midnighter and Neuron. Yeah. Um, the conclusion of it where Midnighter literally does beat the crap out of Neuron. <laughs> and then at the end, Neuron stands there bloody and obviously like, beaten up says, Hey, you, you did win. it. You defeated me. You won. How does it feel when Midnighter's realizing, Because wow, there's line,
0: I, you win, but you still lose. Yes. Yeah. Or you won, but you still lost. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty cool. And then we find out that Apollo's like just been like... Hey guys, how do we get out of here? Like just flying around (laughs) hell, like oh, guess they will shine a light over here.
2: There was a line in here somewhere about I don't know them being the world's finest couple or something, (laughs) and I kind of snickered when I saw that because I was like, "That's gonna irritate Jonathan." (laughs) Yeah, it did a little bit. I was just like, Um, (laughs) "No, my." You know, the interesting thing with with this book is, in, in case you guys haven't picked up on it yet. Midnighter and Apollo are both male. They're a gay couple. And you know, the first I think the very first panel in this book, um, they're lying in bed together and yeah, the at, at the at the very end of the book, they're like closing the door <laughs> to go back to the bedroom. And you hear the you know, the the cheesy music in the background like, you know, queuing up. Um I'm you know, I I'm I'm a pretty open guy, I think, but I was still born and raised in the South. And so I still, you know, I, I, I struggle with those things, you know, from time to time. And in, this is one of those books where I was like, I was, I felt at times I was like, okay, you guys are pushing this a little too far on me, you know? But what I did, you know, at the, you know, at those moments where I felt uncomfortable, I was like, okay, if this was, like Larry had said before the show when we were talking, it's like, well, if it's Superman or Lois, you know, if you imagine a heterosexual couple in in that panel or in that situation, would you be fine with it? And I was like, yes. And so then that made it okay for me. Yeah, it should you know? be fine. It's like, then, I, yeah, it should be okay. That's just my own, you know, Uh, residual hang-ups coming back around to to make me question so there there are moments in this book where you know i felt like uh, you know uh, it's a little uncomfortable usually not saga uncomfortable (laughs) but because saga can really kind of make you squirm
0: yeah but
2: um all in all uh I I really like the story. Yeah. Um I I I thought it was very good. It was excellent in introducing the characters. Um some t- at, at times the dialogue was a little cheesy and and a little predictable. Um but I thought the art was on point. I thought I actually really like the characters. I th- I think that they're really cool. I really want to go back and read Warren Ellis's Run on Authority.
1: Yeah. Um I do want to point out though that Midnighter and Apollo are only in bed together on the first page of the graphic novel, not in oh. the in, in, not in the individual issues. And that first page oh. of the graphic novel is actually nothing more than a um, it's a copy of a panel that will occur on page 12, where they're just giving you the title of the story. Right. In okay. reality, they didn't end up in bed together for the first time in issue number one until page 11.
2: Okay. So that was actually the just the formatting of the graphic novel. It was just the show, formatting of the graphic novel. Because in exactly. each at the beginning of each of the chapters, they show a an picture. Image, a panel from, from, that, the, from that. From that chapter. Okay, exactly. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. That makes sense. But, I, yeah, I liked it. Are we ready for stars?
0: Yeah. You want to go first? Yeah. I'll go. Uh,
4: four stars. I thought it was a very solid
1: book. I totally ship Superman and Batman. Oh, four and a half. Very <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it a four and a half as well. Uh, I really liked it a lot. There were a couple of things in it that I think could have been done better that keeps me from giving it five stars, but definitely a four and a half for me.
0: Two and a half. Dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> <Now they're up. laughs> now so um, we're going to go to
0: some previews.
2: Another small week. This is a five week month.
0: Oh, that's why.
2: So it was kind of weird, though. I mean, we didn't have a lot of. Well, we didn't have a lot of any books this week, but yeah. um, next week is really like to. Not really sure what we're going to review. I want to read Mister um, Miracle, mm-hmm. but the the problem with that book when when we ordered that book, we went three hundred percent over pools, which I thought was adequate. We're we're actually right now we're at pools. For, for what we ordered. I've pulled
0: it so I can just take... So
2: everybody reads Jonathan's copy. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, I did pull two. I pulled both covers. Because ah, okay. I'm, I'm so, like stoked for yeah, it.
2: we can make that happen. Yeah, we had a number of people end up pulling both covers, which which was a little unexpected. But, well, uh, okay.
0: Because I Nick Darrington does the main cover, and it's covers. nowhere near as good as Mitch Garrett's Alternate cover. I don't know.
2: I thought that A cover was pretty
0: tight. It's good, but that, that, the poster that they sent you, the promo, that's the freaking B cover. And that should have been the A cover. The one that's
2: mostly white background. Yeah. With it. Uh, sorry, like I like the one? A cover. No, really? I, it was okay. I like the A cover better, though.
0: Okay. I got to have them side by side. Anyway. Episode, but I, yeah. I just, I love the way the Mitch Garretts did that okay. cover. Like,
3: anyway. We'll,
2: we'll make Miracle Man happen. Yes. I mean, we'll, we'll make yeah. it happen. Yes. But,
3: Anyway, uh, I digress. Jean Gray.
0: Well let's let's go down the Marvel uh, comics thing Not enough polls.
2: Uh, I can't take a whole month of generations. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Alright, so we have from Marvel Comics, all new Wolverine number twenty three, Amazing Spider Man number thirty one, Secret Empire tie in, Captain America number twenty five, Secret Empire tie in. Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe oh. again number oh. three. We should uh, do that or the no. Defenders. Oh. Uh, no, Defenders was- number four. Edge of Venomverse number four of five, Generations Phoenix and Jean Grey number one, huh? Huh? Hulk number nine, Inhumans Once Future Kings number one of five. No, who cares? Wow. Miss Marvel number twenty one, Old Man Logan number twenty seven, Secret Empire number eight of ten, uh, Star it's Wars ten Doctor. Now? Yeah, it's been ten for oh. a couple weeks. <laughs> or for co- I think it's for about a month, two months. They've announced it's, it's ten. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um. It's been out of control. <laughs> I but. thought it was eight. It no. Was no. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's Marvel. Um, Star Wars, Doctor Aphra number 11, Star Wars, Rogue One, Cassian, and K2SO <gasps> special. We should probably do that. Ooh. Do we have enough? No.
2: Doctor I, Afro. Oh, I, what d- about, I don't know. What about Ms. I'll Marvel? have to go back and look. I, actually, the book that I had initially intended on reviewing was Captain America 25. Because that's actually, if, if nothing else, for me to rant on Marvel some more. <laughs> because that's the Sam Wilson book. But okay. they dropped Sam Wilson from it, and they're also ending the Steve Rogers book, and they're merging them. And they, but they're continuing the numbering of the Sam Wilson at twenty five. No. Oh. And it's got it's supposed to have Steve and Sam Wilson coming together.
3: Nick Spencer, man,
0: and yeah, I, I know he's it's, entering. It's Cullen like, Cullen like I'm Bunn a glutton territory. for punishment. He's entering know? Cullen. Because <laughs> I'm like, I want you know. If it wasn't for Morning Glories, which yeah. still hasn't been out, an issue yeah. in a year?
3: Yeah. Oh, uh,
2: maybe three years. An issue. Yeah. No,
3: The last single issue was July of last year. Was it? Yeah, because yeah. I have it.
2: Okay, well, I
3: was that, forget. That's the, before that. There was that from January to July of last year. There's only two issues. I'm ready in. just to
0: throw my hands yeah. up in the air in frustration with Nick Spencer. Uh, so frustrating. Anyway, Anyhow. uh Let me finish with this. F- Venom number one fifty three and Zombies Assemble number uh, Zombies Assemble two number one of four. So what are we gonna do, Roger? It,
2: it'll yeah. it'll be uh, either Captain America. Um, Star Wars K two S O and and Cassian <sighs> or <with that>. Zombies <laughs> Assemble. Ugh. Not yet. I, I, I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the Generations. Do- do- Marvel, oh sweet so. yeah.
3: Okay, Doctor Aphra was solid. At least the first trade. Mm. So, yeah, but yeah, that, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That's there, is. look. Star Marvel's Marvel's it, solid, yeah.
2: Marvel is killing it on Star Wars. Every, every one of their Star Dude. Wars books and is really good.
0: Kieran Gillen's taking over the main title. Gonna be so good. Like, yeah. it's going to be freaking great. Like, that man clearly loves Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But so. if they do,
2: if they, if, uh, here's something for you to chew on, Matt. Yeah. If, if they yeah. do to the Star Wars universe what they've done
0: to the Marvel universe, think about the pain. I don't think I don't, it'll I don't, like I don't think that. I don't think they'll get away with that for anywhere near yeah. as long because there's going to be a whole heck of a lot of people that are ready to like yeah. like draw blood over Star Wars well, more I agree. so more so than Marvel nerds.
3: I hope they just so, don't relaunch and just keep it going.
2: Are you are you saying us old old time Marvel fans are snowflakes? That's
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not what I'm saying.
0: Um, anyway, so from DZ Comics, we have Action Comics, number 985, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, number 13, Detective Comics, number 962, Flash, number 28, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, uh, number 26, which I, that was the one, that's the one I wanted to review because that, once again, that's introducing new gods, um, Mm. and it looks good. Uh, where did I leave off? Harley, Harley. Oh, Harley Quinn number 25, Justice League of America number 12, Justice League Power Rangers number five of six. Finally, f- was that m- like
2: months? <laughs>
3: months? Really, months. Three, yeah. month, three months, wow. three months. It started in January. It did, yeah, that sucks.
2: <laughs> I heard I, one time I had heard that they were going to cancel five and six and just come out with the trade, Jeez. and then and then <laughs> and then this showed up. That would have you know, so. sucked.
0: Mm-hmm. All right uh mr. then we have mr miracle number one of 12 yay uh new superman number 14 red hood and the outlaws number 13 scooby apocalypse number 16 suicide squad number 23 supergirl number 12 superwoman number 13 titans number 14 and that's it from dc
4: and we're doing mr miracle mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna, we're gonna make, make that, that happen.
0: happen sweet Johnny, by uh, yeah and for everybody
2: out there that that, that, that you know might want to pull it I've, I've already ordered more and so if you if you didn't have it on your poll You go ahead and pull it, it'll just be you'll get it a week late. Yes. More coming. Tom King.
0: After listening to Tom King talk about kind of like his inspiration, his mindset for what Mr. Miracle is, I'm like, Yes, give me that put that
3: in my hands today. Especially if Batman's been getting so much better.
0: So Yeah. yeah, Batman's actually been pretty solid. Uh, Invader Zim, oh, Indie Comics. Invader Zim number 22. Killer Be Killed number 11. Low number 19. Manifest Destiny number 30. Uh, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic number 57, Johnny. Rose yeah. number 5. SpongeBob Comics number 71. TMNT Dimension X number 2. TMNT Universe number 13. Wicked and Divine number 30. I really want to review Manifest Destiny at some point, but I know the polls are yeah. up there. Yeah. Okay. I'll.
2: I mean, we could, yeah, him. we can pretty. much I was gonna do SpongeBob. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> uh, Come on, let's do
4: SpongeBob. Might
2: as well, not
0: manifest now. destiny. I, it's I, mean, I really down. want to promote I that think, book. Yeah, it's okay. real good. I think we can make that. See, happen. me and Johnny actually agree on that yeah. book. Yeah. Like, I think. And I, I think, we and can I make think that it's happen. starting a new story arc. <gasps> Sweet. I think. I should
2: catch up. You should. I think I have. When it was the last time that book came out, though? I was thinking it had
4: been a long time. I don't think so. No, I think it was no. I it's
0: either starting a new story arc or it's ending a story arc one of okay. the two because they typically do five to six parts so
2: oh this is gonna suck i don't think i have any manifest destiny in stock for trade wise really i yeah, no, I
0: don't. Oh, people need – people listen to me. You need, to, like, alternate history, Lewis and Clark
4: with monsters. If you if you like history or, like, this weird type of – not horror, but, like – It's not, yeah, it's – It's it, like adventure ex- and – Adventure a, it's with amazing.
0: monsters and stuff in the, the the Americas. Like, it's all the crazy stuff that they yeah. supposedly came across while they were on their expedition.
2: And the 30 issues in, that's cool.
0: It's yeah. really yeah. intense. Okay. And the art's no, really great I'll, on it. I'll right. order them. We'll, okay. we'll make that happen. It's really good, actually. Um. Anyway. Just remind
2: me I agreed to that. Okay.
0: Tuesday morning will roll around, and I'll be like, what? I'll be like,
2: crap. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Graphic novels. We have Cyborg Trade Paperback, Volume 2, Danger in Detroit. That's a rebirth uh, book. DC Superhero Girls. uh, Year? What is YR?
2: Young Readers. Oh,
0: Young Readers. Uh, Hardcover Katana at Superhero High. Earth 2 Society Trade Paperback, Volume 4, Life After Death. Lost Boys Trade Paperback. Ooh. Punisher Max Complete Collection, Volume 6. I hate that it says Complete Collection and then there's a volume after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Let alone yeah. the, six. The, six. the six. It's the, complete, the collection, complete Collection, but it's the sixth volume of it. Um, uh, Silk Trade Paperback, Volume 3, Clone Conspiracy, and Super Powers Trade Paperback, Volume 1. And that's going to be it for the graphic novels coming out next week. What book are we reviewing next week? It says Jonathan...
3: Vir- vir- oh, with She-Hulk. With Hulk, She-Hulk. Is yeah. it Dan Slott's She-Hulk? No, no oh. it's the
2: new one by oh. um,
1: Marika uh. Tomaki. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Is same it? as Monstrous? No.
1: No, no, that's no on a she's, and, uh, she's the that one and who just finished Supergirl being super.
0: Oh, that should be good. That was actually a good series.
1: Yeah. yeah, that was great. That Another was surprisingly one that I, a good series. I didn't hear a lot of people talking about, but if you have been a longtime fan of Supergirl, as I have been. And when I say Supergirl, as I mentioned to Roger the other day, I mean the real Supergirl, Kara Zor-El, not the Matrix abomination post-crisis they've, they've that they tried rid of to... That.
0: They've swept that under the rug yeah, so far. Yeah, they tried to
1: pass off on us for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but it's a great series. One of the things I loved about it was the fact that even though Supergirl has always been depicted in the comics as, like, a high school-age girl... She's never really written as a high school age girl, and this, this is the first time where got you it see right. her. Yeah. yeah, it was great to see her hanging out with friends, and I mean, uh, being on the track team, getting that zits That was that, you was, know, was, that was a great scene when she it pops was. it and it just goes
0: everywhere. <laughs> she spends like four hours cleaning it up. You yeah, like the show, Larry.
1: Uh, I do like the show. Um, I think it's good, but it's just uh, it, it's a different take.
4: Yeah.
3: I think it's good, though. But yeah, that,
0: I enjoy Supergirl it. Being Super was a surprisingly good read. I, I wasn't sure what to expect going into that. The art and the, the writing was really top notch on that. So, cool. anyway, She, Hulk.
3: Hulk. she it's, Hulk. It's called Hulk, right? But it's. it's
2: Again, another reason to rant at Marvel the book is called Hulk. But the, the trade that came out is titled She Hulk. I don't, you know.
3: But it's not Banner or Chow. It's.
0: No, Never. it's
2: Jennifer Walter's yeah. post. Dear God.
0: All right, so uh, just transitioning news. We don't have a whole heck of a lot of news because Comic-Con was last week and all the news came out then. So really the only thing that we've got is, like, some other pop culture stuff. So in case anybody hasn't seen it, they tweeted an image of the actress that's playing Domino in I'm Deadpool. Sure. She looks cool. Um, she does. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- so if you want, you can go see – how they're gonna depict Domino? Um, Matt had texted me earlier and said <laughs> oh. that Voltron season three, three. already three, I th- on Friday is coming out on yeah. Friday on Netflix. So <laughs> anybody that's watched the the revamped Voltron series, you're missing it, or haven't watched it, you're missing so out. It's really good. Season four in October. Season four in October, which is wow, God, like I I love so the fact good. that they're cranking them out, <laughs> but at the same time I hurt because they don't have time oh. to watch
3: them. I did watch Castlevania. That was so dope. It was pretty good.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Warren Ellis wrote it. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. I've got
2: that in my queue. I haven't I haven't oh, had it's, time to it's it. It's an yet. easy four
0: It's four, four episodes. episodes. It's seriously like an hour's worth yeah. of it's like a movie that they yeah. broke into four yeah, parts. Really and it, what they did. The voice acting on that show is fantastic. It really yeah, is.
3: Yeah, the is good too. And yeah, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> but you, you get to the end of it, you're like, Why would you stop it here? Yeah, I don't Why would you do that, that <laughs> to me? So it was really good. Anyway, um, Questions? Uh,
3: CW crossover. Oh, first, CW. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they, they said that uh, November uh, they announced the Supergirl Legends Flash Arrow crossover is happening and it's going to be Monday is uh two of the shows and then Tuesday is the next two of the shows.
0: Okay. So we're getting four parts in two days. Four parts in two days. So I hope they actually do a proper chapter with Supergirl considering the yeah. last and crossover happened in like 30 seconds or less like, oh, hey. Yeah. Here's a completely separate story from what you just watched the, starting.
3: The Arrow episode sucked. It was all about the Flash episode. Don't get me Flushes, started on Arrow.
0: So <laughs> Don't get me started on Arrow. <laughs> Arrow, Arrow needs to be overhauled. Arrow needs a reboot. Sucked. Arrow needs whatever they could possibly do to salvage that show from sucking oh. anymore.
3: Oh, one last thing. Uh, looks like Fox is trying to make a Starjammers movie, which could be their version of the Guardians. Just saying. Okay. That might be kind of cool but if they do it right, which they probably won't. All
0: right so <laughs> um Roger, you got
2: I bro. have no questions i got I'm double checking go ahead go over I've the got Blake,
0: first. so uh he's got a couple questions so who's your favorite new God's character and what makes him her special to you Larry
1: <laughs> <laughs> ooh um favorite new God's character okay, that's it. I, I thought um that was hmm I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to say, I mean, I'm going to have to go with the obvious and say Orion. Um, I just think that he's um, an interesting character because of his backstory um, and because, and we saw it in the the one we read because he is someone who, is um trying to hold his inner demons at bay um he you know on the surface he looks great but he's got a lot going on underneath that he's trying to hold back and I, I think that makes for an interesting character um and at times he can be a jerk so uh he's fun it, to read yeah exactly yes. yeah mine's probably Metron why
4: he's cool looking. Dude, I literally have not read many New God stuff yeah
0: I I mean I I have knowledge of it I don't have a whole heck of a lot I mean the obvious answer is Mr. Miracle I'm I'm familiar enough with Orion and Mr. Miracle that I really like those two characters Um, obviously Darkseid because he's like one of the biggest baddest villains that Jack Kirby could have given to us and specifically he hates Superman so he's always been a great Superman villain but um, in terms of uh, you know the heroes. I, I I really like Orion too for the same reason, and I I do really love Mr. Miracle's story too, being like the prince that was you know basically like given the crap, <laughs> you and know enslaved, and that's what great. Instead of him becoming evil or embittered towards his father, he just takes it and he turns into this amazing escape artist. So he's able to like take all the crap that he went through and still make a positive. So I like that about that character.
1: Actually, Mr. Miracle is. Uh He's basically Moses. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of parallels to that. Mm -hmm.
0: Tom King actually kind of talked a little bit about that in the panel, and I was like, "Oh, I like where you're going with this, Tom King. All right, I'm down. I'm down for this." So, yeah. Cool. Roger. I don't have a favorite. uh, (laughs) I
2: really don't. Even I mean, Orion was cool. I don't. I I would refrain until
1: I read a little bit more. What you have to do, Roger, is give the answer that all us teachers learn to give, which is totally false, and that is, I love all of them the same. <laughs> Who's your right. favorite student? Oh, I love all my students They're the same. All, no, yes. we don't. This we is don't. true. But I have
0: like five favorites.
3: They
0: won't say that to their face. No, I won't. No. <laughs> no, actually, there's some that I have. I'm like, no, you're nowhere clear to the, like the favorites list, bro. You got to do some more. You know they could take it. Yeah. <laughs> if they, if I'm their teacher, and they've been with me any duration of time, they've. Pretty much been toughened up at some point because I'm pretty <laughs> blunt. <laughs> um, I got a second question if you don't have one. Um, I do. Okay. Do you want me to still do it or do a trade off? Okay. So Blake uh, also asks, What is your favorite Jack Kirby creation? Oh, look it up. <gasps> Ooh. Because, I mean, that's a, that's a long list.
1: I'm going to say. On D? Um, My favorite, this goes way back, is probably Challengers of the Unknown. Mm -hmm. Um, That's an old series. A lot of people probably haven't read, but uh, was around in the in the 50s and 60s, and it was just an interesting concept. It was basically a group of four people who had survived a plane crash where they should have been killed, and as a result of this, they decide, well, you know, we are we should have died. We're living on borrowed time anyway, so why don't we get together and go out and do a bunch of dangerous stuff to help people, because if we die, well, we should have died a long time ago anyway, so it's no big deal. And <laughs> awesome. um, and they, they were kind of a quirky... Sort of an offbeat group, and I, I really like them a lot.
0: I can't wait to see what you think of the new challengers when they come out.
1: I'm really looking forward Andy to Kubrick's that. Andy
0: Kubert's the artist. I can't remember who's writing it, and it's gonna freaking bug me because I know I'm gonna think about it as soon as, excuse me, the show's done. So, but they're tweaking the the concept a little bit, but it's it's almost like pretty much what you're talking I about.
3: I googled this. What Wikipedia. all? Of Kirby's creation. Kirby's creations.
0: Yeah, it's insane. Oh, well, it's got to be a hundred. Oh
3: my. Yeah. More,
0: <gasps> Ooh, like Doctor Doom.
3: There's so many. Like it's just ridiculous. Like everyone, everyone. Yeah.
0: Right. Anybody that's like <laughs> iconic.
3: Yeah.
0: I'd probably say like my personal favorite, just of Kirby's that would be Captain America, until Marvel crapped all over it
5: mm.
0: recently. There's just because many. it's an iconic character. I mean, he. Yeah. he with with coming up with that.
2: Well, because he created, he co-created the Fantastic Four, right? Yeah. I mean, that's – and I, I would go with that. I, I've always been a huge that's, Fantastic yeah. Four
1: fan. Not according to Marvel. <laughs> uh, Marvel insists that Stan Lee was the only creator that Jack Kirby was just hired to draw the pretty pictures. Yeah. And they even went to court and actually won. Wow. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. legally, legally, Stan Lee is listed as the only creator of the Fantastic Four, but many of us uh, dispute that. Once yeah, again, I can't wait to see, see what you think of you. the
0: Terrifics. Yeah, which is going to be the, the. I
1: can't. I, look, I
2: can't wait. Because it's
0: Jeff Lemire, and I think that Doc hurts Shainer. me so
2: bad. That really does hurt me so bad. I wish. I wish that Jeff Lemire was writing a Fantastic Four book for Marvel. I really do. From what he made that's it sound that's such like, a that's such a perfect combination
3: is a in my mind. Book because thing and human torture still around, but where where's the Richards at?
0: Because uh-huh. yeah. Jeff Lemire apparently really wanted to do a fun, lighthearted family like adventure book. And they said, no, they said no. And DC was like, come to
4: us. Sounds like a fantastic. (laughs) Or Come back. Yeah. Come back to the dark side. Come back to the light (laughs) side.
0: Um, I also I I do for even though I don't know enough about them, I really do like the new gods characters. So I'd I'd love to read more stuff. Um, And that's largely because, you know, you talk to Blaine for any period of time (laughs) and the new gods will come up at some point and he'll get you interested (laughs) in them. And I was like, oh, my God, this sounds awesome. So anyway, what's your question?
2: Okay. Um, this question comes from uh, Bryce Smith, and um, I think his wife's name is Teresa. But I think. Is
0: this uh, out of state? Yeah. Um, he's
2: in s- North Kakadaki. North
4: sure, whatever that is. NK? I is I, I'm Carolina? pretty
2: sure that's my home state. Yeah. yeah. I think he's.
4: What up, Bryce? I think, he, I think um, he was in the opposite of the one that you were in. No. I don't know. Johnny? Okay.
2: No. <laughs> uh if he was from south carolina i wouldn't bother mentioning <laughs> it. <laughs> okay so no offense shot to our south fired. carolina listeners uh you if, if you're from south carolina you would understand and you and you would be like yeah okay so um larry i'm glad we have you on the panel because there's there's a better shot that you would have some insight in, into this because we had we had With asked questions now i know right um about the issue that originated the multiverse in the DC universe. Okay. Bryce had emailed me a a week or so ago saying that he had thought that there was some other uh, multiversal characters introduced prior to that issue uh, with Wonder Woman. And he and his wife went and did a little digging. And and that there was, um, in Wonder Woman number 59 from May of 1953... Diana of Earth 2 met Tara Taruna, the Wonder Woman on Earth 59. And he says, in y'all's opinion, could this... And I love that he says, y'all's. I miss that so much, Bryce. I really do. I don't (laughs) get enough of that out here. In y'all's opinion, could this be an overlooked origin of the
1: multiverse? Well, um... I did know about that, uh, that there was this Wonder Woman issue where this had happened. Um, The thing you have to realize is that, of course, 1953, this is pre-Silver Age. So 1956 is when the Silver Age starts with Showcase number 4. And so um, you actually get new origins for the characters. And so um, you could, in a way, say that that Wonder Woman story really... Uh, is not then essentially part Cannon. of silver age uh, continuity it's really not canon anymore um, the other thing about that Wonder Woman story is that nothing came of it there was a it was a one issue thing it was a drop there was never any other mention of uh, of any kind of multiversal characters or other you know universes or anything like that until um, flash number 123 and then in flash number 123 this whole mythos about these parallel universes is developed which really doesn't happen in Wonder Woman uh, number whichever one that was, but the 1953 version yeah. of it. So, um, so basically, it's it's a matter of the Wonder Woman story doesn't lead anywhere, uh, but the Flash story does. The Flash story is what sets up the DC multiverse that we really have today. So that's why that one is really considered the origin of the DC multiverse and not the Wonder Woman story. Which is
0: why I think Jeff Johns loves using the Flash as like the event. Character like he always like he did it with Flashpoint. He did it with Rebirth. Like he just loves going back to that concept that Flash kind of.
1: Well, the Flash was extremely important. Uh, I mean, the Flash is the character that begins the Silver Age. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's when DC brings back the Flash because a lot of people don't realize that by the early '50s, the only three superhero comics still being published are Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. That's it there are no other companies publishing superhero comics. And, um, and it's when DC says, you know what? We, we think that the superhero concept still has some legs to it. And uh, we're going to bring back some of our old Golden Age heroes that were popular. But we're going to give them updated origins. We're going to kind of modernize them. Um, and this is what begins the Silver Age. They bring back the Flash in Showcase number 4. Later on, they bring back Green Lantern. And, uh, and the superheroes, hay. you know, take off. And, uh, you know, of course, as we know, really haven't stopped since then. They've, they've been the backbone of the comic. juggernaut, of essentially, right.
0: of the comic industry. Mm. So I love Very having cool. you on this show, John. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, like it's so invaluable.
1: <laughs> but, but Bryce is not completely wrong. Yes, that yeah. is actually the I- issue he mentions is the first mention of the idea of parallel universes in DC. It's just that because they don't go anywhere with it, this is why that Flash issue cool. is the origin.
2: Bryce, thank you so much for the question. That was awesome, Bryce. We, thank we're, you. We're all smarter for it.
0: <laughs> so,
3: do you have any other questions? I, I had one thing. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's not a question, but I just wanted to give everyone a heads up for last week. Sorry about the delay. I had to do some special editing, and then Roger and I ran into a big problem with the website, so that's why the episode was late. Yeah, not I because found out of me. <laughs> it
2: was. Yeah, no. It, it ended up being the Amazon cloud on uh, on the East Coast. Uh, yeah, and when when the episode Finally went up. There were like five of them. Yeah, because was. Like, that went up. Yeah, and yeah. and so I started deleting incredible. them. So it was just yeah.
3: Well, I, I did have to edit that the the technology, stinger in there, but because we had we had the the guest stinger on there, which was cool. But it was not me, my fault that the episode was late. Nah.
2: <laughs> and we'll have um,
3: John Boy Myers interview.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: that's soon? gonna that's probably gonna go up tomorrow.
0: Sweet, Patreon, sweet, right? yeah, sweet. Um, so. I hope I hope people like it. Like you got to listen to it, yeah, right? It was cool. Cool, it was cool, cool. Because it, it, was, it was he was ten minutes. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, ten okay. minutes. Yeah, he was super fun. Like he was a super fun uh, interview. Um, so yeah, people should follow him on Instagram. Very cool. That was a good one. Stop. Yeah.
2: So all all of our patrons out there, you'll get a you'll get an email sometime tomorrow with a link to the the interview with John Boy Myers from Comic Con. Sweet. Great. Looking forward to it.
0: Alrighty, um, that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. And do we have any new reviews? Uh, You didn't check? (laughs) Nobody checked? Shame on all of you. Probably not, not, but whatever. Uh, If you guys like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share, all that stuff. Um, If you want to go above and beyond, you can go to patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast. You can get on for as little as a dollar. Three no new reviews. No. no. Okay, three dollars gets you the exclusive content stuff, which like this interview, like this interview that'll be going out tomorrow, uh, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for that. Are the subscribers? You guys rock. Um, if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, like Horizon Comics on Facebook and follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Horizon Comics. If you want to keep up with Johnny, follow me everywhere at the Johnny Two X Four. Uh, for all your audio and video game hydro podcasting needs.
3: hydro Gaming Podcast, at the Hydra
0: 5-5. I am at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. I would throw it to Larry, but...
1: You can find me, as I always say, at Costco <laughs> most Saturday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
0: Uh, thanks, Larry. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys had fun. We'll see you next time.